Sunday's 1-1 draw between Liverpool and Man City, and where things stand in Europe's top league at the time of the international break. So, Dhiman, uh, we'll talk about Arsenal's performance, but first, uh, let's give credit to Aston Villa. Uh, I mean, they played an incredible game of football. Yeah, they definitely showed that the performance against Liverpool was no fluke, didn't they? Um, this is the best start in 22 seasons, and. Crucial to that has been the form of Jack Grealish. What a time that man has been having. Uh, he's got an England call-up. He That happened against Denmark. He's got his first assist for England. That happened against Wales. And we now know why John McGinn, the Villa midfielder, had said that Grealish was good enough to play for England. And this was when Villa were in the championship. You know, before the game against Arsenal, Grealish uh, said on social media, that Emirates was his favourite stadium in the Prem. Mm. And on Sunday night, he sure showed why. He was involved from the off, literally. I mean, uh, McGinn blasting home, though it was ruled offside. But he made that left side of the pitch his own. Mm I am also beginning to like uh, Grealish's understanding with Ross Barkley. I mean, whose arrival on loan from Chelsea has made such an impact at Villa. Mm. Barkley had a role in that win against Liverpool. And he had a role at Emirates. That assist on the run for the second goal by Ollie Watkins, I mean, you could watch that move all day long. There's a long ball from the right. The cross is a volley from Barkley. And Watkins arrives between a group of bevy of Arsenal uh, defenders and he heads home. And it is only then that the ball touches the ground. I mean, so taking nothing away from Villa, I would also say that Arsenal were ordinary and... In the final quarter, they were looking ragged. I mean, Grealish could have scored once. I think there was a save off the line uh, from, from one of his shots. And it would have been interesting had, you know, either Lacazette or Holding not spurned chances to make it 1-1. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think Arsenal put in a very underwhelming performance yeah, on Sunday. Absolutely. And, I mean, Arsenal didn't really offer much going forward, uh, especially when we were all expecting a reaction in the second half. And that didn't happen. 
and if you look at the last two games in the premier league that has been the case for some time i mean they haven't scored right goal from open play for uh, what six and a half hours now uh, and <laughs> okay. the best striker pierre uh, emerick obamayang he has not been the focal point of the team's attack uh, which is why uh, he has managed uh, just two goals in the league Uh, and they have serious issues with uh, chance creation uh, arteta has continued to accommodate willian and uh, alexander lacazette and neither of neither of them have really managed to impress this season uh, i mean in fact it seems like uh, having lacazette would actually prevent you from having the best version of uh, obameyang uh, and yeah you, that's an interesting thought actually yes yeah, yes you would assume that uh, this is an area that Arteta will like most likely make changes in once the season resumes after the international break. Yeah, look, Arsenal is a work in progress, and there's there's no two ways about that. And and, and proof of that lies in a result like Sunday, especially coming as it does after that win at Old Trafford. Right. I mean, I think they've they've done quite a few things right. For instance, uh, Thomas Partey and Gabriel's arrival this season has definitely made them better. Uh, Partey leads the press, and the fact that Arsenal's got them both in the same season means Van Kroenke, the the largest shareholder of the club, is listening to Arteta, and that is always a good thing when you're rebuilding. So yes, Arteta showed up the midfield and the defense, two areas that Arsenal really, really needed some uh, bolstering, and Arsenal did go into Sunday's game with the best defensive record in the league for teams who've played last season's top three away. But yeah, I mean, you're right. They they are not. They didn't create much uh, on Sunday, and they haven't been creating much so far. So, so that's been a problem that Arteta needs to address. But then they haven't. I don't know. They haven't had a creative midfielder since when? What? Santi Cazorla left. Uh, I I can't think of anyone. I mean, I'm taking Messi Tozil out of the equation because he no longer figures in their scheme of things. Right. And you know, so it's ironic again. that before the game arteta had said uh, before the villa game he had said that uh, obviously before the international break if you're able to win the mood in the camp and everybody is much better now going into the break with a heavy defeat is 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 to me like taking a goal just before half time arteta will now know what solskjaer went through after that deflating loss against spurs and on that note i mean oles boys didn't do too badly at everton did they I don't know, but again, false dawns have happened. But can we finally say that Bruno Fernandez and Harry Maguire are emerging as leaders on the pitch, Bhargav? Well, I mean, uh, Bruno has been United's best player for some time, and uh, yes, uh, I mean Maguire hasn't been bad, but he has made mistakes at times. And uh, the thing with United is you never know what to expect from them. Uh, I mean, there's always a sense <laughs> that United are not getting the most out of their squad. uh similar to what uh, arsenal are in uh, the situation arsenal are in uh, yes one would almost find it uh, one would find it difficult to say what their best formation is right now uh, and in recent weeks we have seen that solskjaer uh, has been using fred and uh, scott mcdominay in central midfield they have been starting them uh, but united haven't been able to dominate games they've struggled at times uh, their strikers have been Uh, left isolated quite often, as hap- uh, as we saw against Arsenal, for example. Uh, and despite having uh, some highly creative players, uh, they have uh, really struggled with chance creation. 
So if they are to challenge Liverpool and Man City for the title, they have to make some serious upgrade to the way uh, they play football. Oh yes, yes. I mean, I at this point in time, it's early days in the season, but I really don't see them uh, challenging either Liverpool or Man City. Uh, but you know, stranger things have happened. But I get what you're saying. I mean, I think I think United's bigger problem is that they possibly need to offload some midfielders and then decide on a way of playing rather than trying to accommodate all of them, which is what Ole is doing now. Mm. I mean, sometimes he plays the diamond, sometimes he doesn't play the diamond. Mm. Um, diamonds sometimes are not his best friend. I mean, I couldn't resist saying that. But So, you know, a team that has Pogba, Cavani, Van de Beek mm. on the bench, they should be doing a much better job than what United have been doing so far. And I think, I think United... Like you said, with Arsenal, United have looked confused at times in the way, let's say, City and Liverpool have not. And that is why I was a little disappointed with how the second half went uh, between them on Sunday. I mean, I know there was the rain. I don't know. When does it not rain in Manchester? I watch cricket. I watch football. I watch... It it, it rains in Manchester all the time. So, I know that the rain didn't help. But... uh, Especially in the second half, I got the feeling that both teams were playing with a hand on the handbrake, weren't they? I, I especially, and you're talking of teams which have such incredible attacking potential. I understand that you know De Bruyne's penalty miss uh, did make an impact, uh, but uh, I kind of ended feeling a little disappointed with the way the game finished. And uh, you know, had Liverpool won, they would have gone on top, and now they are third behind Spurs and Leicester. Who are in pole position now after eight rounds? Now, Spurs haven't lost in the league actually since Calvert-Lewin sunk them uh, at home. Yeah. And in that time, between then and now, they've notched up quite a few impressive wins, mm-hmm. both in the Premiership and in Europe. And Harry Kane's 150th goal couldn't have been more timely uh, the other night. And you know, Leicester, well, they broke my heart when they dismantled Leeds United. And I loved Brendan Rodgers's, you know, somewhat self-deprecating, somewhat ironic comment that just because he's a British coach, it is assumed that he got lucky. Uh, the dig being obviously that, you know, the other teams have <clears throat> more famous names uh, uh, and, and you know, you tend to undermine uh, British coaches uh, in the premiership. So, uh, but they are getting the job done and, and uh, what uh, Harry Kane is to Spurs, Jamie Vardy is to uh, Leicester now. So, yeah, it's it's. Uh, they had a good season last time too, so it it really looks like something interesting is happening at Leicester now. Then it is turning out to be an interesting interesting season overall in the Premier League. I mean, a few weeks back we saw Everton and Villa; they were occupying the top three spots. And now we have Leicester and Tottenham there. Of course, it's very early in the season, uh, but uh, both Leicester and Tottenham they picked up uh, one nil wins this weekend. Uh, they were both very solid defensively, especially Leicester, uh, who are playing against a very good Wolves team. Uh, yeah. they, are, they are showing signs that they can potentially match or even uh, do better than what they did last season. Uh, mm-hmm. And I believe Spurs have uh, a more balanced squad they did, uh, than they did last season. Uh, in the sense that they have a couple of good, really good players for almost every position. Uh, so yeah. I... I think that they will definitely do much better than they did last season. And uh, let's not forget that Southampton have had uh, a very good start too. 
Yeah, I loved it. They they put out something on the, on their social media that said, "Let's stop the league now." Stop so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I I loved it when they did that. But you know, you you mentioned you mentioned uh, uh, both Leicester and Spurs. Yes, and and yes, it is true that Spurs have a better squad this time. And uh, Gareth Bale, the addition of Gareth Bale can only improve a squad. So uh, I, I, he's already getting him back into games and. Uh, it is it is going to look they haven't won anything since 2008 mm. and uh, jose usually delivers a trophy uh, he has delivered a trophy at every club that he's been in so i kind of think this could be the season where spurs do win some silverware and then talking of starts that have been surprising real madrid uh, have been struggling it was uh, it's kind of difficult to say that you know real madrid struggling the defending champions in la liga they lost 1-4 at uh, Valencia yeah. and then again at Barcelona they've had their share of struggles uh, true they had a big win last time but it was uh, it became big only after Messi came off the bench and I think I read somewhere that uh, you know Koeman saying that he had to get Messi off the bench because the team was not doing well so with games being crunched into a shorter time span, span in the time of a global health crisis and with the absence of the home crowd we could possibly see more advanced, uh, more, more such surprises. Uh, and you know, Juventus uh, under uh, Pirlo mm-hmm. have got off to a very ordinary start in Serie A, and they they have won what they eight-time champions or nine-time champions. What are they? What are they? are eight-time nine, champions. Nine times they've won back. Nine-time champs, right? So nine-time champions uh, have have drawn four of the first seven games. Mm-hmm. Now, so yeah, it, it's it's uh, it has been a kind of strange start to the season. Uh, but among the things that haven't changed are uh, Zlatan's goal-scoring abilities. And he said that, you know, COVID actually dared to challenge him and obviously COVID lost. So, Zlatan's goal-scoring abilities uh, have continued in the pre- and post-COVID world as if there was no change. And the other thing that hasn't changed is the way Bayern Munich uh, have gone about business. Uh, they they seem simply unstoppable. I mean, uh, yeah, Bayern have been quite impressive uh, again this season. And there was a game where uh, they lost 4-1 at Hoffenheim towards the start of the season. But yes. barring, barring that result, uh, they've been quite good. And on Saturday again, uh, I mean, they won again at, at Dortmund. Uh, if I think, I felt that this was a much closer game than the last few encounters between these two teams. Uh, it felt like Dortmund could have taken at least a point there. Uh, but, Absolutely. But Absolutely. Bayern took their chances and Dortmund didn't. Uh, they didn't take all of theirs. So, a great result for Bayern. And uh, so far, after uh, the first couple of months, it seems like uh, Bayern, at least till now, they haven't shown signs of being tired despite the number of games they have played uh, since May. Yeah, you make a very interesting point about you know Dortmund not taking their chances. Uh, I I love the finish of Haaland, uh, mm. but by 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 then I think the game was pretty much decided, and Bayern taking the chances. You see, we've been speaking about Arsenal, we've been speaking about United. Mm. These are teams that have not been taking their chances, and the difference between a team that is consistent mm. and one that is you know in a, in a, in a transition mm. is this: that the team that is consistent, the team that's settled will take their chances, will be more clinical, will be more confident. And a team that is in the process of getting there will have these ups and downs like you, like, like we are seeing with Arsenal and United. Um, although both have a long way to go to 
even come close to what Bayern is doing now. But I think that's the difference. I mean, like you said, Dortmund definitely could have got a point from the game. Uh, but the fact that they didn't is because Bayern are the form team of the moment and a form team will always take its chances. I think that is the difference between, that is why they are where they are now in, in, in among the European top leagues, uh, among the top leagues in Europe. That they are, they are possibly the only form team now. Uh, I mean, we saw Serge Gnabry saying before this game that they want to emulate last season and go for another treble. And you can't really count them out of that possibility. I mean, the way yeah, you can't because you see a lot of teams. I mean, oftentimes players say these things, and it it seems like you know it's just talk. Mm. Because uh, but Bayern are actually walking that talk. They don't. They really look hungry. They really look hungry for more. So that kind of adds a lot of heft to what Gnabry has actually said. This is not just a statement made for the sake of making a statement. They really mean this. Right. And they will get uh, some much-needed uh, break. Uh, at least some of their players will. Uh, by, yes. Uh, because they take international break. Some of them will be international break. But it will be a good chance for some of the players to get some much-needed rest. And it will be interesting how things pan out once the season resumes uh, after two weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, some teams will have to recalibrate. Uh, some teams will uh, just hope that the good times continue. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just like you said, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how things resume once players come back from the break and get back to club football. Right. See you next time then. This was an episode of Kicks for Free. Do like and follow us on at HT Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and write to us at podcast at the rate HindustanTimes.com. You can also follow us on our Twitter handles at Dhiman HT and at Bhargav Sarma. You can listen to more podcasts by logging into HTSmartcast.com. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.